Well, I have got a prepared presentation, but before that, may I just say how humbled I am today to have heard so many people talk so frankly about so, many, so much distress and pain. And it makes me think that maybe what I'm going to talk about is a little complacent because it's about some of the smoother relationships, and I'm pleased to say that includes me, uh, and, and how they've, they've um, developed. Um, not without pain, Alien was, was excellent in the point she said, you've got to work at it, you definitely have. Who here would like more love? Wonderful. And who would like more happiness and fulfilment? Wonderful, right. Now, I've got a couple more questions. You don't have to put your hand up for this, but who has been in a relationship which you thought was going all right, um, pottering along, and then suddenly, or slowly, your partner walked out. Oh, putting up hands, all right, there. And another scenario, you're in a relationship which is doing all right, you thought, again, going along, pottering along, and suddenly you realize that love had walked out. Hmm? Okay, well, would you rather be either over here or over here? Now, imagine you meet someone who shares your values and uh, principles, uh, who brings laughter and liveliness into your life and companionship and above all gives you that wonderful feeling of being loved. It empowers you to the point where you think you can do anything or put up with anything. So what I'm going to say is that if, if you are or were over there and you want to be over there, would you agree that something has to change? Right. Well, I think a lot of this is to do with the perception of love because um, we are fed so many myths. So um, you might say, well, what qualifies you to get up there and talk about love and relationships? And the, uh, there are two reasons I would suggest. One is um, I have been in the same relationship for over 40 years. Well, that means, <laughs> thank you. That means I've had to withstand quite a few things of choppy waters, storms, I've got to negotiate myself out of things. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot. Um, the second reason is that uh, I've lived for the last 30 years as a woman and as a man. So that means that I believe that I can see love and relationship problems from both the feminine point of view and the masculine point of view. So what I want to talk about today is what I call the changing face of love. So, um, one of the reasons we feel distressed when a relationship goes wrong is because we were led to believe that if you find love, it's for life. And you, the two examples I'd give you, who ever remembers hearing the phrase, and they both lived happily ever after? Yeah, and that started very young, and was every fairy story ended, ended that way. But so did every rom-com, and every other um, book. And then the church comes along and says, till death do us depart. So we are really programmed to expect that, la that love will last forever. So in the interest of time, I'm going to be very quick. I believe there are three phases of love. So I've talked about the, myth, the myth of unchanging love. Well, I think nearly everybody here realizes that changes. And in my case, love has changed. It's different now than it was. And I believe there are three seasons of love. Romantic love, working love, and mature love. And why is it important to know the difference? It's because each form of love has a different game plan. So if you get it wrong, it's like turning up at a theme party in the wrong costume, or going to the gym in evening dress. In both cases, you're going to be embarrassed, 
and you won't get the results you want. A romantic love, here we go. Um, this is the one that sweeps us along. I heard the phrase, comes unbidden and will not be denied. So uh, it happens usually quite randomly at first, but in, and most, most couples, well, no, I'm not saying most couples, but let's say it, it, you don't have to worry too much because it's like being swept along a river by a, a hidden current in a small boat, and it's wonderful. But unfortunately, it doesn't last. It's got a shelf life of perhaps two to three years, and it's gradually replaced by what I call working love, so there are children now, there are, you need to have a house to impress your peers, and you need to generate the money to pay for all that. And I characterise it as these two horses, both pulling either a plough or a heavy load. And the main thing is all the attention is on going forward. And guess what? They don't look at each other. Now this period is not two or three years, this is more like 20 to 30 years. So guess what happens if they don't look at each other and they don't interact? The love fades and dies. Who here knows couples who split up when they've got young dependent children? Yes, tragic, isn't it? But my belief is that the stress and strains of working love have got on top of them and the love has dissipated. It's the love that holds them together during that period and enables them to get through. But suddenly things start to get easier and uh, there's a realisation there's a bit more money now, um, the children are growing up and what's more, there's a bit more time. And with that time, there's time to look around and make choices. And one of the things that one does is look at your, the partner and say, who are you? You're not the person I got to, together with years ago. And uh, as a result of the 20 to 30 years, they have changed. And so have you. So now you have to decide, is this the person I'm going to spend the second half of my life with? Or am I going to look around for something else? I mean, circumstances can change, maybe because somebody walked out. You have to do that thing. But either way, mature love is a different ball game. And I've put together a, um, a program called How to Find Love in Middle Life. It's an online video program. It's um, very simple and, and available, with some help from the game of chess. So those of you who've played chess will know that along the back line of the team, there are four men and one woman. The woman is, of course, the queen, and she is the, th the most powerful player on the board. Uh, and the four men are different characters, they have different behaviour patterns. And interestingly enough, when I was doing this, I found that the four types of men in chess resemble amazingly the four types of midlife men that midlife women are likely to be encountering. The, what, what's important really is that the woman, unusually and certainly different from the early stages, has got to take control. She's got to, uh, I use this, this analogy here, she's, not, uh, she's got to take control while she susses out these men because uh, the sad news is these four types of men, none of them are perfect, but they're all charming and persuasive. So it's vital that the woman takes her time, A, to suss them out, and B, to negotiate the kind of relationship she wants with them and get their agreement before she, if you like, opens her opens her legs. <laughs> so, um, I think we need to end. Yes, to find out more about this course and th these men, 
Um, I've put together this course, it's on a special offer. I've got some leaflets out uh, on my table out in the lobby there. Um, and uh, it's a limited time offer. So if, you want to, if you're interested in finding out the, about these four guys and if you recognize them in people you know, men you know or have known, um, <laughs> I think you'll find it very illuminating. Also my book, which is, uh, next slide, Love, Sex and the Midlife Woman, that, that was really my journey to find out what, what, what I should be doing. Because I knew so, and I still know, so many midlife women who've had difficulties and challenges. That's where I got my information for two or three years. Uh, I, well, it's not like it's longer than that. Uh, midlife men and women have been coming and talking to me about their issues. And suddenly I realized, this is the book. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. And um, as I said, if you want to more, find out more about the course, come and see me. If you want to find out more about my book, come and see you. And can I finish with a wish, which is that all of you, irrespective of you taking any notice of my ideas, finds the lifestyle and love style that will suit you for the rest of your life. Thank you.